At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Been running on a Wednesday, the eve of week eight of the NFL season, the eve of the Cardinals and Packers, which certainly a little shine has come off that game, but they're still going to play it, and we're still going to watch, and we're still going to bet, and we're still going to discuss it. That's Sean King, Absolutely. former Arizona Cardinal. That's right, give him the Arizona Cardinal, even though. You're rocking a, a USF green today. I am, yeah. Represents. Yeah, yeah, Look at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came through. They were uh, Big King's best bet. That's right. Last week to cover versus Temple. Easy win. Game never in doubt. Nope. And we like to help you guys fill your coffers with cash. So we give out a lot Even of though, picks during the week. But there are some picks that are a little more special than others. And last week, my South Florida Bulls came through. Mm-hmm. And I said, Gamble! Before the year started, the USF would go over three and a half wins. So that win that too. gets us closer. That too. Two more. Let's go, guys. Uh, they get to play tomorrow night. We'll uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that game. I have no feel on that one. Whatsoever. I do like them to cover, to win outright. Uh, you can get 10. I made a decision. Yet. You, got, you can get 10 at DraftKings, 10 here at Circa. So uh, your South Florida Bulls. That game should be wrapping up as we hit the airwaves tomorrow night. Uh, so, yeah, busy, busy night for... For the King uh, heartstrings, right? Because your former team, the Cardinals. Easy win coming. Your former coaching team, the South Florida Bulls. going to be interesting. And they play East Carolina. It's a tough so. place to play. East, ECU, their fans support that Greenville. program. Greenville, yeah, that's a good spot. Yeah, they got a good quarterback, so Hold Nailers, be a I good feel challenge. Like, I think Old Nailers has been there for about a decade and a half. Yeah, he, I do feel like... <laughs> you probably yes. recruited him. Yeah, I think he <laughs> came behind Jeff Blake, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Um, we got the World Series going on right now, and Sean, my biggest worry was Max Freed will look more like Max Freed against the Dodgers than he did the first, you know, the prior two months. And look, when you're facing this Astros lineup, man, it's it's hard. And he gave up a, a couple of runs, uh, two runs or th- uh, four runs in the second, and right now we sit five to two heading to the bottom of the six. Astros leading. Um, if you're wondering, I thought long and hard. I did. I the uh, you know deal or no deal, right? The banker came back. Okay. The banker said plus one forty five on the Astros, and I said no deal. So I'm rolling with it. I don't feel great. But I don't we'll know what's see. gonna happen with the series, but I did place a pretty large wager on Astros straight. Okay. Tonight, so hopefully we can hold this three run lead. We're in the bottom of the six, so what we need nine more outs. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully we can get it. A few insurance runs wouldn't be bad. Yeah, uh, this one doesn't look great for me. Uh, this line closed here at Circa, minus 118 uh, in favor of the Astros. Uh, and uh, Max Fried once again, was on the hill 
Your Kitty was on the hill for the Astros. Five innings, solid, seven strikeouts, no walks. So if take a look at the uh the over unders. It's over strikeouts only three yeah, and a half. Uh, both of them. Yeah. Uh, so Max Fried had six, Urquidy had seven, so those were uh easy winners there. Uh both also went over their outs recorded. You know, it's kind of the way things have been rolling in this postseason, especially you look at yesterday. One starter goes two innings, one starter goes two and a third. Granted, Charlie Morton broke his leg. And so. He had a, a pretty good reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but both Urquidy and Freed uh, went five innings. Freed is still out there. And this might be a situation, Sean, where they're going to say, hey, big boy, get us through. We need you to, yeah, to save trying to bullpen save their a little arms. bit. They're big arms. Their, their bullpen was taxed yesterday. Yep. So they did what you want to do when you're the visiting team in a World Series. You got to win at least one game on the road. So they did that yesterday. If they cannot tax that bullpen even more tonight, I know that's probably you know what they're hoping to do. I wanted to take Urquidy over three and a half strikeouts, but I wasn't sure how much patience mm. Dusty was going to have if he got into a jam. And to be honest, we got lucky because, I mean, they were hitting some seeds off Urquidy early, but they just were finding Astros' gloves. So shout out to him. That's a big spot for him to step in. And, you know, it kind of rights the ship. You know, from a pitching standpoint. So, I'm pulling for your, your futures bet. You know, on the We Braves. can both win. Yeah. We can both win. I'm probably going to bet the Astros the rest of the series game by game. I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you. Max Freed, by the way, just issued his first walk. He's at 85 pitches. Uh, so, you know, it, it'll it be uh, interesting to see what uh, the Braves ultimately decide to do. If, if I'm the Braves, you don't ever want to punt on a World Series game. But you, you need to make sure, knowing that you don't have Charlie Morton, you're going to need that bullpen really to step up for So you. i tell you a great story. So I get to Indianapolis in 2006, and, you know, me and Peyton were talking one day, and Peyton, you know, said up. something that's always stuck with me. He said, you know, Sean, I'll tell you this. The one thing I had to learn as a quarterback, sometimes punting is not a bad thing. And if you're the Braves and you know that that back half of your rotation, that bullpen – is going to be what wins your World Series, and they were taxed yesterday, and you want to try and figure out how to just get them as fresh as possible so that when it's game five, game six, game seven, and everything's on the line, you have fresh arms, then you know, this is what happens. When Snicker came out as we're talking, Freed, Freed first out. two runners are on base, first and second for the Astros, no outs, probably the right thing to do. And, you know, hopefully, I, I bet the Astros, hopefully we can get a couple insurance runs here, so... <laughs> I mean, I would prefer the Braves to just, you know, sweep this series. I know yeah. it's not going to happen. I could win tonight, and the you, Braves could still win. You can absolutely win tonight. Yeah. I could win. We could all be happy. We try to have happiness. It's not always going to play out that way based on, you know, a conversation we had on the air yesterday, something in the Big Ten. We're kind of yeah, on a say, collision course if, there. If, if I have to lose this to win the Michigan State, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Come on, Braves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in on that trade. Uh, I'm not in on that one. But 5-2, to two, Max Fried's night over. Five-plus innings, uh, two runners on base. Those are both his responsibilities. Six Ks. Uh, Urquidy did give up a home run. We showed you some prop bets there. Urquidy, uh, they, it was kind of expected. Uh, over on a home run, over a half, was minus 220. Uh, Fried goes under, uh, which was also expected. The slight favorite there on home run. So he goes under that half a home run, minus 120 hits allowed. Uh, both go over, and uh, you take a look at the uh, the home run prop. Only one so far, and uh, it was Darno. Uh, I'm not sure if we know those odds uh, for Darno to go yard here 
the uh, the catcher for the Atlanta Braves. So five to two, where we stand in this one. Pitching change, bottom of the sixth inning. Sean pulling for the Astros tonight. I've got no bet on the game, so uh, I will pull for my partner this evening. Thank you. I knew it wouldn't be a sweep. We get the split in Houston. We're happy. Okay, we go back home. We can win the series. And watch what kind of friend I am. So I know that Tim has the Braves to win the World Series. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, after the Braves won game one, the series odds for the Astros went to plus 145. But I said I don't want to root against my partner. So I did not take the Astros, even though I felt like that was a great bet. I said I'll just, you know, hopefully they win three games, and and I'll capitalize on those three wins. But I do want you to pick up your 16-1. It would be nice. Uh, I thought long and hard. I was sitting there, had the phone out, staring at the plus 145, saying, you can hedge, you can make some money. But you said yesterday that I looked like the hedging type. I wanted to prove you wrong. I'm 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 going to be stubborn here, even though... It probably was the right move. Not probably. It was. 100%. It was the right but move. But I would have been upset if you had hedged and didn't tell me. Because oh, I, I didn't. I did not hedge. Because. And the only reason I said hedging to me was the right thing was because of the Morton injury. Yeah. And what it does to the starting rotation, especially knowing that Max Freed didn't have his best start in the last start versus the Dodgers. You know, baseball is a momentum. Yep. Streaky kind of game. So, but again, uh, hearsay, no, no, that's here nor there, you know. Let's pull for the Braves after tonight. That's fine. Yeah. Deal. We are yeah. we are in. Um, we have Thursday Night Football. We'll keep hitting on this all throughout the show. Uh, no real new developments today. Actually, there is a development. Huge. J.J. Watt is out. Yeah. I was you know looking more so at the COVID situation in Green Bay. Don't know for sure about Devontae Adams. I don't think we will know until probably tomorrow. Well, Lazard is definitely out. Lazard is out because he's, he's unvaccinated. Right. Correct. Joe Barry is also out. Uh, but Devontae Adams could potentially be available. We don't know for sure. But J.J. Watt's out for the Cardinals. Now, this hasn't altered the line whatsoever. It's still six and a half in favor of the Green Bay Packers, and a you know a, a defensive end isn't going to alter the line, especially you know J.J. Watt at this point. But he's he's a solid player. What does this mean now for the Cardinals come tomorrow night? Is this how big of a loss, well, Sean, is it's this? it's a big loss because, I mean, J.J. Watt's a really good player, and I was trying to you know, quickly pull up what his sack total is on the season. But I'll, I'll tell you this. He has one on – on. no, that's the last game. That's okay. Anyway. No, he's got one on the season. He's got one on the season. Yep. But what this does now is now it guarantees that Chandler Jones is going to get a lot of the double teams, a lot of the chips by the backs and tight ends as they exit into their route. But, I mean, a guy that – you know, has been as accomplished as Chandler Jones. He expects to get double teams and get chips. So it's not anything new for him, you know. But, again, uh, I, I just think there's some fraudulent activity that I've noticed as I watch Green Bay. And I think it get exposed tomorrow night. Like, I think Arizona dominates this game from start to finish. I just think Green Bay is a flawed football team. They've had a very favorable schedule. Since the neutral site game versus the Saints in the opener, this is, in my opinion, the first real deal Holyfield squad. And they beat Cincinnati, but again, with the field goals at the end of the game, I mean, come on, who, I don't even know what to take from that game. 
But I had Cincinnati in that game. I thought right. I had, had either it. way. You were lucky or unlucky. That's true. Right, whichever it was side a, you it had. was a push. I yeah. got it at three. But yeah, it was uh, it was but a bit unlucky. I think, Arizona, Hopkins, I think Arizona routes him tomorrow. Hopkins listed as questionable. I don't believe it. He's been that every game almost. Yeah, I don't believe it. he didn't <laughs> practice on Tuesday with that hamstring injury. Um, I think he'll be out there. I would yeah. I would be surprised. And if, if he isn't, Hopkins. they're loaded. I mean, Rondell Moore, uh, AJ Green. They added Zach Ertz. I mean, they got guys. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. It should be fun. It'll be fun. Packers without uh, their full arsenal for sure. We'll get you updated on the World Series and a little Big Ten talk next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Nightcap is being presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go, anywhere, and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local realtor re- retailer, that is, at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. 6-2, to two, another run home here for the Houston Astros in the bottom of the sixth inning. So after dropping game one, they are looking to even up this series, Sean, at two, one game apiece. Right now on the live line, you're looking at Braves plus four and a half. Uh, and uh, 16 to 1 on the money line, if you believe the Braves can make a comeback here, I would say I don't feel great about that. Yeah, more importantly, people have the over looking for a base hit right now, which would put the game over the total of nine as it currently sits at eight. Yeah, and yesterday we talked about the sweat uh, heading into the ninth inning of that total, closed eight and a half, and last night it was 6 2 heading into the ninth inning. And that was the final. So he closed the door on that. So the under was uh, able to come home last night. Of course, the Braves winning by that margin, 6-2. to two, And uh, the f- script has been flipped yes. so far here tonight. Uh, John Jansen, former Michigan Wolverine, former Washington uh, football teamer, uh, was in our studio a couple weeks ago. He's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the... Battle for the Paul Bunyan Trophy, Michigan and Michigan State. A little line movement today in that game. I believe it's gone to four, uh, so some money coming in on Sparty. I like Sparty in this spot. I haven't played it yet, um, but I this is uh, you know this to me screams three point game all over it. Um, and the more everywhere you look around, you know people are talking about the under. You know we talked to Brad Powers earlier this week. Now he liked it. When he where he got it, and a half, 53 and a half. Uh, Stanford Steve yesterday said he will not bet 
noon games, but if you were to bet it, he likes the under in this game at 50 and a half. I saw a handful of people in point spread weekly uh, that make predictions uh, had this under as well. You are not feeling that way. You actually think this might be a little more high scoring than some people expect. I do because I feel like Michigan State has played to their competition. Mm -hmm. I think they've known that their season is going to be decided in this next stretch where they have to play first Michigan, then still a combination of Penn State, Ohio State to get to the Big Ten Championship. But they have explosive pieces. Like Naylor and Reed are really good explosive downfield threats at wide receiver. Of course, now everyone knows about Kenneth Walker III. It's all about Peyton Thorne. And when he's on his game, this is a really, really explosive offense. I think you're going to see some trick plays. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some fake punts, some onside kicks. Like, I think a lot of things that both coaching staffs have kind of been withholding for this particular game will reveal themselves. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 31-28 kind of game. That wouldn't surprise me at all. So back in early October when I made a terrible prediction or terrible bet i should say when i bet wisconsin against this michigan team because i just didn't trust to tell you i didn't know when Cade mcnamara uh i was you know a little too high on wisconsin the line was stinky to me so i was wrong um what do we know about Cade mcnamara i don't know how much tape you've watched on him but you know when you've got so many weapons in that backfield that you trust in like Jim Harbaugh does with Corum, who is who's been a stud, and then Haskins as well. I mean, they've got two legit number one running backs that they rely on. They're a top five rushing team in the country. Michigan is so. Cade McNamara has not really had to do much. Right. Um, we'll see if Michigan can eliminate or slow down the run game. Obviously, that will be something high on their to do list. So, can Cade McNamara, who once upon a time from the state of Nevada, from Reno? Um, was a pretty highly recruited guy, committed to Notre Dame, decommitted, then committed to Michigan, and now he's the starter in his junior season, completing you know sixty, a little over sixty percent of his passes. Just basically, don't mess things up for our run game. But can he win you a game? You know, when you look at what he's done, what what have you seen from Kate? So I don't know if he can win you a game. Like when you say win you a game, I think of a guy when everything breaks down consistently around them. They still make plays. I don't know if Cade McNamara is that guy, but what he is, if you get unsound trying to defend the run versus the Wolverines, he's good enough to beat you in those situations. And perfect example, you brought up the Wisconsin game. They stacked the box. Yep. Everybody thought they this said was going to be old school football. And he went 17 to 28, 197 yards and two touchdowns. Because, in my opinion, Wisconsin got unsound in the secondary. A lot of man coverage, safeties, not disciplined, eyes in the backfield. The play-action pass became like a legit threat. Now, Michigan not having their best receiver, who they lost earlier in the year, Mm -hmm. I think matters. But when you look at both of these defenses, they're not loaded with a bunch of NFL guys. Like, they're they're loaded with older guys. Hutchinson's a beast. But I'm talking about overall. This isn't like Georgia, Alabama, they're going to come in and, you know, when they're on, really shut you down. So because of that, I think plays can be made downfield. I definitely think Michigan can make plays. Michigan State can make plays down the field. And, you know, as much as I've been a fan of Sparty, I don't love Sparty's lack of athleticism on defense. So I do think there are going to be points scored in this game. Again, hopefully the weather it's beautiful. It's not one of these crazy days in East Lansing, but 
I just think this game is going to be higher scoring than people think. So once again, your total sitting at 50 and a half. Uh, if you like the over, you can find a 50 out there. DraftKings has a 50, so you can get a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra. So always shop around. Staying in the Big Ten because this is this I got was one question yeah. before we leave this game. Go for it. Knowing what I have on Michigan State, mm-hmm. should I hedge now? Because the total's gonna, the number's gonna drop after this game. Oh yeah. Should I make a wager on Michigan to win the Big Ten? Because I'm the one that thinks Ohio State's flawed. Right. And I think whoever comes out of this side of the Big Ten is going to beat whoever their counterpart is. Whether it be Iowa, Wisconsin, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I just I think this is the strongest side. Because I think Ohio State is flawed. Should I make a win the Big Ten bet on Michigan? I mean, knowing what you've got invested in Michigan State to win it all, um, I probably would, uh, if you believe that. I don't personally. I don't think I, – I agree with you on Michigan State. I think Michigan, I think Michigan State can win on Saturday. I really do. Oh, they're going to win, I think. But <laughs> – <laughs> But I'm not getting off the Sparty train now. I've been no, there this and, and you yeah. should you should stay yeah. on. Stay and true. the games at East Lansing, like but, everything's in our favor. But Michigan State going to Columbus in late November with the lack of athletes they have in that secondary, I I think that's going to be a that, long day. I don't know what that total is going to be, but I'm going to tell you now that game's going under because I just think Mel Tucker and staff are going to play it completely different than they're going to play the Michigan game. Sure, because I think they can. I think they can compare athleticism wise. Um, Aaron Oster just pointed out here at Circa, since you are so bullish that Ohio State won't win this conference, mm-hmm. you can go get plus money right now on the no Ohio State to win the conference at plus 157. I actually wouldn't play that. No, I don't like that. Right now. I like the plus 530. Well, and I wouldn't play it right now, Sean, because yeah. they're going to win on Saturday. It'll and go up. The wait, yeah, the longer you yeah. wait until, I mean, whether you believe it'll be Michigan. The, the question for me when it comes to Ohio State is who's going to knock them off? You mentioned Purdue. I think that is not going to happen. Um, I think it's either – I mean, to me, personally, I think Michigan might be the only team that can beat them. It's at Michigan. I know they've never done it under Jim Harbaugh, but that, to me, would be the only spot and, that I think they could be knocked off. And for off. the people that maybe are just tuning into our show, just word of mouth hearing how good the show is, how funny, entertaining <laughs> we both are, how yes. funny looking on your part and my wit – and genius on my part. Um, here's why I'm not sold on Ohio State. And listen, I listen to a lot of different platforms, and I hear people rant and rave. And I think it was Joel Klatt and, and Colin, and they had Georgia ranked number one and Ohio State two and Alabama three since he was all the way at eight. And Oklahoma was five. And I'm thinking to myself, Cincinnati's win at Notre Dame is better than anybody that Oklahoma's beaten. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a better win than anything Oklahoma has. Better win than and Ohio State. I'm looking has. at Ohio State. They're Former bullish. State. Ohio State's winning streak, people, is against Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana. I agree. They haven't beaten anyone yet. So I just want to see. I'm not saying they aren't better than they were when they lost to Oregon, but I'm saying they have not been tested. They'll get tested over the next five weeks. We'll find out how good Ohio State really is. But we'll talk much more about Michigan and Michigan State with a gentleman who won a national title for the Wolverines. John Jansen joins us next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. 
It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Make sure to head over to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. In the stack of papers, Sean. Let's see. Sift through them. There it is. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vsin.com data and analysis. You get everything vsin has to offer, only 22 bucks a month. Sign up now, vsin.com backslash subscribe. Six to two, top of the seventh. Astros leading the Braves in game two of the World Series. Of course, the Braves have up 1-0 in that series. Um, that is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, uh, honorary Michigan State alum. Sean King with the amount of, he's, he's wearing his well, he's wearing his Sparty green today. Yeah, some people like undefeated squads. Uh, I'm one that does. Uh, <laughs> the Fighting Mel Tuckers doing exactly what I thought they would do. Well, our we have a rivalry game this Saturday. Yes. And our next guest likes undefeated teams too because the team that he played for won a national championship with. And he still is a contributor, of course, to the Michigan pre- and post-game. Catch him in the mornings on 97-1, the ticket in Detroit. He was here in Las Vegas just a couple weeks ago. It is John Jansen. John, we appreciate you staying up late for us. Uh, I know you got early turnaround in the morning. So, um, you know, looking at this Michigan team and Michigan State and even Ohio State, you kind of look at the schedule to this point and you say, all right, what do we know about them? And the big question I have, and I was proven wrong in that Wisconsin game because Cade McNamara made plays. Well, Cade McNamara, I think, is going to have to make some big plays on the road on Saturday afternoon. What should we expect from the junior quarterback from the great state of Nevada, by the way? Well, I'll, I'll address that, and then I need to address uh, something with Mr. King. Uh, but I'll get there in just a minute. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Kate McNamara is, he's going to have to get out of his comfort zone at some point. And, and I think that's really going to determine what happens in, in this game. Both teams going to have to do something that they're uncomfortable doing. And whoever does it best is probably going to win this game. And for Michigan, it's going to be, yeah, they'll probably be able to run the ball. But at some point, because this game, I've played in this game, I've covered this game for decades now. And, it is, it's going to be one of momentum shifts. There's going to be lead changes. And at some point, if Michigan's down, especially if they're down two scores, Cade McNamara is going to have to find a way to be more consistent at throwing the deep ball and trying to take some chunk yardage plays. Um, and on the other side, for Michigan State, they're not a team that is very comfortable in sustaining drives. They rely very heavily on the big play. If you look at the second half of the Nebraska game, I think every single drive was three and out. And you, you just, you can't win ball games, you know, week in, week out against good competition doing that. So you're going to have to find some way of doing the uncomfortable. And obviously, as we mentioned for Michigan, it's going to have to be throwing the ball a little bit more. John Jansen here on the nightcap. John, I agree with you 100%. And, uh, I don't know if you know, but I have Michigan State 85-1 to 1 to win the Big Ten. I've kind Everybody of been knows, Sean. on knows. Sparty for a while now. And one of the reasons is because of their big play ability. And I think when you look at these two teams, they're very similar. But the one separating factor, at least what's been shown, 
is Naylor and Reed are more dynamic down the field than anyone Michigan has. And when Peyton Thorne has been on, they've really been able to take advantage of man-to-man coverage. Can this Michigan secondary hold up if the good Peyton Thorne shows up Saturday? Uh, you must be the reason why that line went from four and a half down to four. Uh, because I don't know anybody else that, 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 that probably laid down as much money as a former NFL quarterback can lay down on a team to shift a, a line. But, uh, you know, when you think about what Michigan State can do down the field with Jaden Reed, Jalen Miller, and I can throw in Trey Mosley, and it's also – you know, you have that one-two punch with Kenneth Walker in the backfield, so you cannot just drop everybody into coverage and think, all right, well, we're going to take away their passing game. Well, then Kenneth Walker's going to go for 90. He may go for 75. He may do whatever. So you've got to be able to be a sound defense and be able to address the run, but also in the secondary, you've got all three guys. And so what Michigan has to do is – in those passing situations, you're going to have to get pressure with four. Now, they could add in Josh Ross, and they could bring that extra blitzer from time to time, but you're going to have to be able to win with four. And they've got Aiden Hutchinson, who's having a terrific season. This is where he can make himself some money in a game like this. They're going to play Penn State. They're going to play Ohio State. He can make himself some more money. But if he can get home to Peyton Thorne by rushing and not having the blitz, that will allow you know this Michigan defense, who's not playing as much man coverage as they did in previous years. Don Brown is no longer here. He's in Arizona. Mike McDonald's a new defensive coordinator, and he's done a great job of changing up coverages. Yeah, he likes to go man every once in a while, but it's not a featured package. They've got a number of different coverages, and what he's trying to do is there's always, and Sean, you know this, there's always a stress point on the defense. And if you can confuse that quarterback or if you can change those stress points to make sure that that quarterback doesn't know on any given play, all right, you know, I'm going to be looking over here to pay, you know, to Jalen Naylor. I'm going to draw that safety over. And I'm going to hit, you know, Jaden Reed over here. If you can change those stress points so that it, it just delays that quarterback's decision a split second. And, and, you know, I would even take a, a full second that allows Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo to do their job up front and meet at the quarterback. John Jansen here on the Nightcat. John, since Harbaugh has been at Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, he's 3-3 three and three in this series. In my opinion, Michigan State has their best head coach yet. I'm a big Mel Tucker fan. The job he did in a short time at Colorado was unbelievable. And then when you see what he's done in his second year at Michigan State, compare the two head coaches, because a lot of times as we've watched this year, game management – has been the difference between winning and losing some of these games. What's your opinion of Mel Tucker? And, and give me a grade on Jim Harbaugh so far during his tenure at Michigan. Well, uh, Mel Tucker to me has been impressive, and I don't think there's anybody in the category right now uh, of Big Ten Coach of the Year because when you got 47 new names and faces, you got freshmen coming in, and I think there's like 21, 22 of those, and you've you've you know you you've mined the transfer portal and you've been able to flip the roster the way he has and then get all those guys on the same page, get them to buy in, get them to know what you expect from them. Uh, and, and we all know that in college, if you know what your coaches are expecting of you, then you can go out there and perform and, and do what your coaches want. And that's 
if you take a program like Northwestern, who under Pat Fitzgerald for a number of years had the same coordinators, when Mike Hankowitz on defense had the same coordinator on offense, those players knew exactly what they had to do day in, day out, and that's how you can find success at a program like that. Well, Mel Tucker comes in, and he's got 47 new names and faces. Those guys don't know what to expect from the coaches. Hell, the coaches don't know what to expect from these guys. <laughs> it's been an unbelievable learning process. So what he's been able to do, I think, has been tremendous. So they're going to be a highly motivated team. Mel Tucker is a tough-minded individual. He, he appreciates physical football. He went out and got players in the transfer portal that, that, that bought into the system. You take a look at the, the left tackle um, that they brought in from, I think it was Arkansas State, Jared Horst. I mean, this dude is a stud, and he plays physical. Uh, and that's, that's the brand of football that I knew uh, when I played against them, uh, and they're playing it right now. Jim Harbaugh now, it's been kind of a – it's been unique, um, I guess you could say, to say the least. He's had, what, three 10-win seasons, but in those 10-win seasons, he has you know, split the difference with Michigan State, as you pointed out. He's 3-3. Three and three. Against Ohio State, he's 0 for and so, you know, you can, I think at best you can grade him as, you know, as average. And, and he would tell you the same thing. You've got to be able to beat your in-state rival. You've got to be able to beat your biggest game or win your biggest game and beat your biggest rival. And, and I'm sorry, Sean, I know you're a big Spartan fan, but the biggest rivalry that Michigan has and always will have is Ohio State. Um, so this game is important, but if you can compete with Ohio State, then Michigan State should be able to take care of itself. If you could p- compete with Ohio State, then making that trip to Happy Valley and competing at Penn State should take care of itself. John, we got 30 seconds. Give us uh, your overall thoughts, your crystal ball on this game. Michigan kicks ass. <laughs> you, mean, you mean at halftime when the two bands compete. <laughs> oh, you wanted me to take... You, you wanted me to take the whole 30 seconds. I didn't know you wanted me to fill some time. Oh, man, I tell you what, it is going to be awesome on Saturday at noon. It's going to be a beautiful thing, and I can't wait to get there. All right, there he is. John, we appreciate you Great staying stuff, up Jake. late. Enjoy that is yourself. John Jansen. Won a national title there at Michigan, and uh, I think he's going to be cheering for the maize and blue come on Saturday. It's the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Thanks to John Jansen, former Michigan Wolverine, former Washington footballer. Sean King and the Buccaneers got the best of John Jansen down in Tampa. We had a good time reminiscing with John when he was in town a couple weeks back. Uh, so we appreciate him jumping on, and uh, man, he's a busy guy. Yeah, busy I, guy. I like John, but it's like he's always on the wrong side of who he should be liking. Like Captain he- Sparty over here, he's talking to a dude who won a national championship at Michigan, and you jump on the Sparty bandwagon. I have a national championship shirt from Tulane. 
from when, when UCF did the whole little deal. Oh, like, yeah? yeah, we went back and did you make some new ones? Claimed the 98? national championship in '98. Yeah, why wouldn't we? I mean, you should be claiming the uh, Heisman Trophy. I'm just saying, like, I mean, John knows in his heart of hearts, this is all about Sparty. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's all about he knows. He didn't sound very confident in Kate McNamara either. Yeah, I have, I have questions. I mean, I have questions about both of these teams. Like, I'm not talking big trash. I thought he brought up a valid point. Because Sparty's definitely on the top 10 defense from a, a talent standpoint. Well, I think there are two games that make me have serious questions. And now, what do we say? You know, win your clunkers. Uh, shout out to the Solid Verbal Podcast for yeah. that patent pending. Especially when you cover in your clunkers. But is what Sparty does. Uh, no, they did not cover against Nebraska. Five games ago. Um, but what I was going to bring up is Michigan against, uh, who was it against? It was against uh, Rutgers. They had 45 yards in the second half against Rutgers. And then uh, Michigan State, as John brought up, had five five and outs, uh, three and outs, excuse me, against Nebraska. The only reason they won that game was a punt return in the second half. So these two teams well, have shown. Well, they won the game. They had more points at the end of the game. Well, and so did Michigan right. in that game. Um, but these two teams have shown the fact that they could really get bogged down offensively. So it's going to be interesting. I, I I really don't have a feel one way or the other. If you made me pick it, I'd probably take Sparty plus the points, but I, I don't have a great feel. First of feel. all, we don't want you halfway on the ship. I, I'm not on. Yeah. Sparty's going to win. I'll be – I'll First be... off, Sparty's not winning the Big Ten. You can enjoy that ticket. Hey, listen. If you want to sell it off before they lose by 28 to Ohio State, that's fine. Hater, hater. No, I'm that's not. exactly a, what you are. I'm not hating. And uh, by I the got, way. I got my C.J. Stroud 30-1, to 1, and when he Sparty, lights up that unathletic secondary on November 20th, I'm going to be pretty happy. If Sparty doesn't win by at least a touchdown, I actually will be surprised. Can I get Michigan minus seven or plus seven for a cigar? No, but if you want Michigan straight up for a cigar, you could do that. <laughs> People forgetting this is Mel Tucker. Yeah, I'll take Michigan straight up. Yeah, this is Mel Tucker. I just like taking these. Eventually, hey, me taking these value plays. This it, is not it, a value play. Well, it is. No, this you, is an emotional play. You could have taken four, but you're giving me straight up. Yeah. So I've got Wisconsin, who's a three point, three and a half point favorite, straight up. I've got Michigan who's a four-point favorite straight up. And last week, you should have taken the points. I wouldn't have taken the bet, and I got Iowa State. Uh, I'm, I feel comfortable. All right. You're Mel getting, Tucker you're off. Getting a, you, so you've, watch. You've so got watch. that early cigar lead. So listen, this is Mel Tucker off a of bye. We're going to play lockdown defense. Like, there are going to be blitzes that, that Cade's never seen. Like, these guys – Underachieved in some of those games against you go to Rutgers, there's nobody at the game. You go to Indiana, you got to play at noon. Like, come on, man, these aren't good teams. We found a way to get the win, but we've been pointing actually during practice. They've been putting in the Michigan game game plan since about three weeks ago. Like, this is the game we had circled. We got to get by this one. This one, I'm all in. I, I know you just are. know if Michigan State loses Saturday, I'm coming to sleep with you because I'm gonna need comfort. And so uh, I don't know what all you got in your house to hydrate, but I'm, I'm going to need a we'll lot of it. take care of you. Yeah, I'm going to need a lot of it. We'll take care of you. Because I feel about this game like you feel when Notre Dame's right there. And they, you know, you know how you felt last year Notre Dame played Clemson the first time? Oh, my God. Yeah, like this is how I feel. Like yeah. I got butterflies in my stomach. Not because I'm nervous, because I'm so excited for Mel Tucker to showcase this program on this national platform. Sparty's going to spank 
Michigan. You, you and John needed to get a bet. We needed some sort of. Bet I didn't know what I, I didn't know what to wager. Yeah, because I, I mean, you sent me a, a stick from Michigan. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know when I'm gonna see him again. I know. Yeah, yeah that's that was the thing. So we, I don't know, our relationship isn't there. Plus, I mean, he's emotionally attached. Like, right. Well, so are you. No, nah, but I didn't graduate from Michigan State. I'm just <laughs> my pockets. You see the lining? It's it's attached. I to know. Sparty. You got the Sparty Green on. Yeah, today. I'm already I'm already tailgating. It's Wednesday. All right, let's uh, let's get to letdown spots this week. Yeah, I pulled up your little tweet. Um, there's a couple, a uh, couple that are a bit of a stretch. But we'll I love s- your first one, by we'll the way. Take a look at these. Yeah, and, and let's. I want to dive into that game. So we've got Illinois now getting a point and a half against Rutgers, who, by the way, is zero and four in the Big Ten. They're coming off a bye. Illinois beat Penn State in nine overtimes. Got App State going up against UL Monroe. App State had the monumental victory against Coastal Carolina and last week. UL Monroe's week. playing better. UL Monroe's won two games in a row, both as massive underdogs. Notre Dame, this wouldn't normally have been on the list, but I know how much that game means to USC and means to Brian Kelly and the way they treated it. Now, I think fortunately for Notre Dame, I think they'll be up for this one, Sean, because it's another night game. They get up a little extra for night games. Yeah, you just threw this in here so you could talk Notre Dame. <laughs> it's in a letdown game. They beat Southern Cal with an interim head coach. Come on. That's not a, a, a rise. It's not like, it is, though. But it's not like but it, if you looked at just Reggie I, Bush is at I, no, I SC, understand. and him and Pete Carroll are coming. Like, but if you looked at you know how they treated that game, that's why I put it on here. Yeah, those kids don't know anything about that rivalry. Pitt. Those kids were like Pitt's coming off beating four the last time Southern Cal and Notre Dame were both good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for me as a Notre Dame fan, Notre Dame's been the good one for the past like six, yeah. seven years. Hey, those kids don't know anything about that rivalry. Uh, Pitt and uh, Miami. I, I thought this was a little bit of a stretch, but Pitt beating Clemson. It's a lot of a stretch. Beating Clemson, I think, is a big deal. Miami just upset NC, NC State. State. So if anybody's in a letdown spot, it's the Canes. Oh no. Yeah. Narduzzi as a ten-point favorite. Good luck with that. Good luck laying points with Pat Narduzzi there. Iowa State just beat number eight Oklahoma State. They head on the road to West Virginia, and then one game that's not on. Hold there. on, because I'm with you here. I think West Virginia wins outright. Okay. Yeah, I am not a believer in Iowa State. Still. Yeah. Yeah. I am starting to. I I thought they were way overhyped. Now I think I'm I'm a little on them, but I think this is a tricky spot. West Virginia has not been playing well. They won last week, but haven't been playing well. And then one final one, uh, Oregon State only a one-and-a-half point favorite against Cal. Oregon State last week beat Utah 42-34. to But, Sean, I want to uh, point you in the direction of the one game that I think you and I both agree on as a pretty big letdown spot, and it's Illinois. All right. I wrote this up for the website today. Illinois... Goes into Happy Valley. Brett Bielema calls them out, right? Calls out the O-line. And they go in as a 25-point underdog. Right. And they beat Penn State in nine overtimes. And you know what? This wasn't fluky. It was almost fluky that Penn State forced overtime. They dominated this game. They ran it down their throat. The running backs in Illinois' backfield of Chase Brown and Joshua McRae rushed for 365 yards. So now you head into this game. You're back home, Sean, mm-hmm. and you are now getting points against a team that is 0-4 in the Big Ten? Right. How does that make any sense? This line has moved towards Rutgers. I really like Rutgers in this spot as long as it stays under a field goal. Brad Powers talked about it earlier this week. And I think Rutgers, they've been Jekyll and Hyde defensively, but if you get the positive side of 
Rutgers defensively, not the Michigan State game. What they did to Syracuse and what they did to Michigan needs to be applauded because they took Syracuse, a team that, by the way, is eighth in the country, Sean, in rushing this year. The running backs leading the country in rushing. He has over 1,000 yards rushing this year, Sean Tucker. They held Sean Tucker to 54 yards in that game. Syracuse had 67 rushing yards. Then you look at Michigan with that two-headed monster in the backfield, and they held Michigan under 100 yards of rushing. They are a completely one-dimensional team, Illinois. Art Sitkowski's out, broke his, broke his arm in overtime against, uh, against Penn State. I really like Rutgers in this spot. They have to show up defensively. I think Greg Schiano, with a week to prepare, will take advantage of that. Yeah, and I no think brainer. the line is showing you. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Illinois stinks. <laughs> Illinois threw for 38 yards last week. They won because Penn State was kind of just as bad in a lot of ways. I mean, Rutgers wins this game easy. I really, really think that. I don't think many teams, like, I don't care what happened last week with the Russian attack. Like, it was more bad Penn State, in my opinion, than it was good Illinois. I just think Penn State played the game like, okay, we're going to make a play and and get an ugly win. Rutgers will have this game circled because they're coming off a bye. And they're 0-4. Desperation time. This this is an easy win for Rutgers. Chop that wood, baby. Chop that wood. Oh, no. We just picked against Illinois. Brad Evans next. Um. <laughs>